What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Talk to Us Nice, Talk That Talk Edition, and you're listening to your girls, Mac and Kelsey. What's up? Happy What's Sunday. Up, I'm so good. How are you doing, cutie? I'm good. Starving. My stomach is talking to me, but what can you do? Does that mean I'm going to lose 10 pounds tomorrow? Hopefully. I think so. I think that's how it works. I think you just think it, and then it happens. That's how it should work, honestly. <laughs> Life would be so much easier. Right? Are you ready for what I picked for us to talk about this week on Talk That Talk? I am. I'm really excited. Let's go. Okay. So last week we were in that Reddit K-hole diving deep down, helping out our guy with his issues. So this week, again, I was scrolling through Reddit. And then I also had brunch with some friends over the weekend. And we were talking about just, you know, our dating life, how's it going, are we seeing anybody seriously? Are we talking to anybody seriously? And one of my friends was just saying how like some of the guys that she's been talking to, they talk a couple times, everything goes good. They'll like exchange a number and then it just, it's dead. It's dead before it's even begun. And it's like, what the hell happened? Was it me? Was it you? Is he a fuck boy? Do I just not care about this? Like it's a million fucking things. So then I found this Reddit post and it's called um, Becoming Aware of the Paradox of Choice. And it will ease some frustrations in dating today. So this whole system basically just says that the paradox of choice means that it isn't healthy for us as humans to be given so many options because it leads to indecision, second guessing, and wondering what else might be available. So, you know, he just might not be that into you. And I think that it's a thing that all of us girls have definitely been through. I know guys have probably felt it, but I don't care about their opinions. I only care about our own. And I just think it's such a fascinating topic because I feel like all of us are just stuck in the cycle of like, I want to talk to somebody. I want to meet somebody. And then you do. And then nothing happens of it. And I just want to know what is wrong with us. So, <laughs> so do you find yourself stuck in this cycle? I mean, honestly, I can feel that way. The whole, the thing that spoke to me in that sentence or paragraph was the whole having too many options. Having that large of a variety of different avenues and lanes to quote unquote find somebody, it is an issue. I I think I've mentioned it before. It's like when you have all of these options, you're kind of just like, well, this is my safety net. If anything that you dislike happens, I can just cut you off and just fall back into the same old patterns. It's why people stay in some relationships because of comfortability, but also, well, if I, if I'm done with it, I'm, I can be done with it. It's like people love a safety net. That's just what it is in general. I feel that way about television shows. I hate that one at the end of the night because I try to like restrict when I watch TV. So it's like at the end of the night when I'm finally about to put on the TV and I'm just like, well, what do I want to watch? But there's too many goddamn options. I just go back to the office. For some people, the dating apps are their comfortability zone. Like that's just what it is. And they're just like, listen, I'll go back to my man Tinder. And Kiel set me straight like that. It, it just comes with the territory at this point. I feel like because of certain relationships and situations I've been in, I am a person that's I'm quite quick to say, no, fuck you next. I, I was just talking to you about this guy I'm talking to. I'm like, well, it's been like 10 days, so I'm going to give it another four days and it's probably going to run out. <laughs> especially now when you can't see somebody in person or, you know, you're really trying to be safe and don't want to see somebody in person or you're being super cautious. For some people, the talking stage virtually is longer before you meet them physically. But when that talking stage is too long, it fizzles out so fast. 
Well, that's just the thing. I feel like there's a formula, but none of us fucking know it. Like it's such, it's like what you're going to do might work for you. But if I try to do that, it might not work for me. But then if you try to do that again, guess what? You, you used it too many times. So it's not going to work again. Like, you know, a fucking free trial or like use a promo code on this. Sorry. (laughs) Like first time users only. And you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, but that's fake. And I feel like that's, where the issue lies because there's been so many times where I will match with a guy, let's say on Tinder. Like if I swipe and then I see that the guy and us match, who's going to message first? I'm like, oh, I'd like the guy to message me first. Yeah. I'm always like that. Same thing on Hinge. You know, if somebody likes me on Hinge and I'm like, oh, they're really cute. I want that connection to happen. Let me like them back. I want them to reach out to me. And I feel like so many times, I feel like more often than not, it's just kind of like this waiting game. And then it's just after that, after a certain time, it's like too much time has passed and now I have to move on. Yeah, because it also feels weird, like writing three weeks after you guys have matched, like, oh, hey. (laughs) I was actually going to ask you, I was actually going to ask you that too. Do you ever do that? Or have you ever done that and just gone gone back in your matches and been like, let me just send a message. Let me. Yeah. Says everybody gets bored. It's like, (laughs) it's like, I left it there for, or even if it's someone who wrote me first and I wasn't really that interested at that point when I'm bored and I'm laying in my bed and I'm like looking at the previous messages, I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'll write him now. I, I do get like that. I know. I oh, am. I don't do that. That's why. Oh yeah, no, I do. I'm just like, mm, Oh, I feel bad. I did leave this, but like, let's just see what hooks. Hey, <laughs> like five wise. Like Boredom is a bitch. <laughs> but if someone did that to me, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You waited three weeks to write me back. So Yeah. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. It's like none of us are ever going to fucking win because the game is fucking is rigged. It's not stacked against us. We're ridiculous. (laughs) I know what I just said is ridiculous, but I still expect what I want (laughs) to happen. Same. It's like I I know that that's a stupid reason to not answer somebody. But for me to do the same thing, I expect a different result. And, you know, someone sometimes I get the result. So I'm just like, well, if he's he answered me, who the hell do you think you are? Not <laughs> the end. The end. Yeah. No, we definitely have too many options. I've tried to think of like what my ideal perfect dating app would be like. Because I feel like for cis men and women, there's way too many options with the dating apps. Like I said, like the Hinge, there's the Raya, there's the Tinder. I don't have enough followers for Raya. <laughs> you need like a certain amount. And I I just got to 500, guys. I don't know if you've been listening. I was begging a couple of weeks ago. Don't worry, I'm there. I know you guys were all really pressed for me. My oh. friend just got me a pass on Raya. And I don't know if I'm going to use it. Bitch, give it to me. I'll use it. Never. I'm just going <laughs> to hold it in my back pocket. But what would your ideal like dating app be like? And how would it work? Oh my God, girl, like, I have no idea. Well, what do you like from the others um, that you would like to... I I do like that on Bumble. If it's been past a certain time, they're just like, okay, we're going to delete this conversation. Because that would prevent me from going back and being ridiculous. <laughs> I don't like that the women have to write first on Bumble. I understand why, but I, I'm just a woman who prefers that a man writes me first. Um, if I am really interested and I do like what he's written in his bio or his prompts or whatever, and we've matched and I haven't heard anything, 
yes, I'll suck it up and write, but just know that in my head, that's already a strike against you. Hinge is probably the one I use the least, even though I heard it's the best. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that best moment to happen to me, but. Because I just feel like even when I do have Hinge, I don't really swipe on it because you get notified when someone likes you. It's not like you get notified when you match. Yeah. So that's why. You do. It'll say like, if you, if I like your profile and then you see me and then you're like, oh, she's hot. Yes. No, no, no. I get that. I'm saying like on like, say Tinder or something. Mm -hmm. It's not like you get notified unless you you're paying for it. Like who likes you? Yeah. With Hinge, if someone swipes on you or sends you a rose or whatever the hell it is, you get that notification on Tinder. It's if you get matched, you get matched. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got you. I feel you, girl. I've never really thought about the systematic things that the apps do. I'm just like, yeah. well, I just want to see if someone's hot. Like, I <laughs> I never, like, sit down and thought, like, oh, what would the perfect dating app be? Yeah, because there's things that I like from everything. Like, I do like the prompts on Hinge. That tells me a lot about, like, what type of person you are based on how you answer it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to give it a fun? Like, I, I can tell if you're going to be funny or not based on those answers. So I do like that. But with Tinder, I like that instant match of like, yes, and now he's there and there he'll stay because there's been so many hot guys on Hinge that I'm like, oh, they're so hot. And then I never know who they are. I feel like I don't see that many hot people on Hinge. I don't know. I'm just like, when I get the notification, I'm just like, I don't care. Like, (laughs) and so I feel like that's why I don't use Hinge a lot. So if if we are going by that, like if I take something from each one, so... I do like the prompts on Hinge. You're right. Like you do get to know a lot more about them and things like that. I feel like at least in my experience in within my (laughs) two mile radius that I I let it go to, the guys on Tinder are hotter, but the picture clarity on Bumble is the best. Is the best. It just, I don't know what it is about like, like you can tell that the person's hot, but they're taking their pictures with androids on Tinder. I don't know. Because for some reason, it looks like people staged photo shoots for their pictures on Bumble. Not saying that they're hot necessarily, but that picture clarity is a turn on. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) That's all I got. (laughs) No, there have been times where I posted a picture on Tinder and I'm like, why is this coming out so pixelated? (laughs) It's like they hate you. I'm like, why are you trying to hurt my feelings? I know I look good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But getting back to the too many options thing, cause I feel like this always happens with a burnout and then we're just kind of left like, well, what about me? Who else is he talking to? Am I not fucking cool enough? Like I've never thought of that for myself. I'm talking to anybody who might, who might be feeling that. And I think that women, sometimes the, he's just not being like into you or she's just not into you is like such a hard pill for people to swallow. But I feel like, you know, when you first kind of learn how to take pills by yourself, you're like, and I'm talking about Advil. I'm not talking about like the good stuff, the good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, you kind of are like, oh, I need my water. Oh, I need like my special juice. Like I need to do it with a banana. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, bitch, just fucking throw that pill back. And the quicker you learn how to swallow it, the better. And I feel like sometimes with friends, just talking to them and just hearing about a situation with a guy and it's like, oh, I met this cute guy and now we're trying to hang out again, but it never meets up. And I don't know, I guess I'm done with him. And I'm like, he's just not into you. And that's okay. Because once again, it's what the topic is. They feel like they have so many options. So even if they are into you, it's not, they don't care enough yet. Yes. And, you know, that's an issue that multiple people, multiple people have. 
Ego is hard. I, I know that. I have an ego. Do I have my insecurities? Yes, they go hand in hand. But that's always what really bruises you. It's never like, oh, I was so into him. I, I just felt like this was going to work. For m- most of the time, you've been talking for a week. Like, you're not yeah. that invested. The thing that hurts you the most is that your ego is bruised as hell. Yeah. That's what really gets people. And I I can relate to that. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? And I feel that it's, it's really a hard pill for some people to swallow because they're just like, we had such a great connection. We had such a great phone call. And it's like, did you? Did you really? Yeah. Or are you just pissed that, you know, if you go look on his Instagram, he's holding some other girl's hand and you're just like, why didn't he see that with me? Kind of yeah. thing. It's It's for the most part, for most people, narcissistic or not, it's an ego thing. Yeah. So back to the Reddit paradox of dating post. So then they also go on to say that this can easily be applied to today's dating world where we observe people having more options than ever and even attractive people who have a lot going on for them in life, like myself and you, struggle to find success in dating, um, be it because they themselves can <laughs> I'm sorry. I just do that in there. <laughs> um be it because themselves can't commit to their focus to one person or persons, if you're poly, in dating, or their will to date wants to keep their options open. You don't have to be one of these option abundant persons to be impacted by this paradox either, because you may always end up finding yourself in the latter position with somebody you're interested in. Cynicism settles in and people start to become jaded about how they're supposed to meet someone when either they or others are not willing to actually let something grow. So then when I went down into the good old replies to see, you know, how the girls are dealing with these issues, I got some uh, some pretty good ones so this girl goes ha 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 got a great story for you met this guy at the beginning of the year I thought slash told myself he was interested when in fact the first thing he told me was that he'll be very busy until March I kept initiating everything and he didn't have anything to do really we saw each other every seven to ten days because he says he's very busy I told myself it'll all change in March when he has more time because I was sure he enjoyed the time that we spent together. So yeah, March came around and I got my ass dumped. He's dating another girl now. I don't know what she expected. That That's not a question mark to me. That was stupidity. I'm like, he literally did not want to hang out with you. <laughs> he gave you shipping dates. Seven to 10 days. That's when you saw each other. Yeah. He didn't want to hang out with you. That, that's not, she did that to herself. If you can agree that like, oh, yeah, we're fuck buddies. We're going to see each other when we can see each other. That's a whole different story. Like, yeah, seven to 10 days, whatever. But if you're trying to be in a relationship with somebody and they tell you that they're going to be busy till March and you know that they're not actually busy, what did you think was going to come out of it? I know, That's I've on her. Heard. I'm sorry. that There's no sympathy there. I've literally said that to guys before and it is what it is. Yeah, I don't. Want, and it's because I don't want to hang out with you. Boredom reigns supreme and they will hit you up when they're bored. But you need to realize like that person's not actually interested in investing any time with you. They're bored. Yes. We have another one. It said this happened to me, except he did call, text and FaceTime every single day. We couldn't be together much due to his work schedule, which was fine by me. Then he decides we should only be friends and he has no time for relationships, but he does like me very much. He stopped talking to me three weeks ago. He has a girlfriend now. Um, That comes with a situation where, you know, he likes you enough to fuck you, but he doesn't see anything in you long term. And that's the thing. I'm like, girls, I need you and guys reread what I just said, like re-listen to what I just said. These are not things 
that like warrant a relationship because somebody was talking to you for three months straight or three weeks straight or seven to 10 business days. And that's the thing. I feel like people just get so confused on like what a genuine like connection is and then how to build off that instead of just like, oh, we matched, we talk sometimes. And now I don't know, he's dating somebody else now. I don't think that people are generally confused. I think that a lot of people are scared about commitment and what long-term actually is and what that means for them. And a lot of the times, most of the time, they don't want it with the person that is trying to get it with them. I don't, I, there's no real confusion there. Some people, yeah, they're a little bit, you know, psychologically damaged from past relationships. I will give them that, but especially with men, it's just like the movie in the beginning of he's just not that into you when all the girls are like coming up with excuses for their friend who just got dumped. And they're like, oh, it's because you're an independent woman. Oh, he's pulling your hair because he likes you. Oh, like he's not ready for a commitment because he knows that if he was with you, it would change his whole world. Sometimes People are just assholes. And sometimes people, they love the game as much as they like, oh, we hate players. They love the game. They love the chase. Once that is gone, what they think like the spark is, once that is gone, they are bored and they don't want anything to do with you. And it it sounds very sad. And people are like, oh, like back in the old days, like my grandparents, they were together. A lot of people stayed together because a lot of women had no choice but to stay together with that person. A lot of the times that the property would just automatically go to him. A lot of times she didn't work because he said he wanted her to be a stay-at-home mom. What is she going to do once he's gone? Like It's not like they had this formula that we don't have. It was a completely different time. And now women are more independent and can stand on their own. And, you know, thank God, most of them are just like, well, I'm not going to take this. And then other times it's just (laughs) with dating now, people just don't give a crap. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking, it's a wild cycle that we all co-sign to. (laughs) Yeah. Like people can say that they want a relationship. Like I know I, I can be guilty of this too. Like I can say that I want a relationship and sometimes I sit down and think, and I'm like, I know I'm not ready for one. You, You know, like it took me a really long time to sit down and like, think of, you know, where I'm at in my life and you know, what I want to do and where I'm going to go and how a relationship would distract me from that. Um, this happened. Like I had to sit down with myself right after my ex. I'm just like, well, I'm going to find somebody else. Why? Yeah. (laughs) Why? Especially like in the place in my life, like where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do and what I know a relationship would do to me, especially if I don't figure my shit out in my head first, it it would just be a distraction. And some people aren't ready for it. They just, like I say, continuously want to feel chosen. And this thing about wanting to be desirable, wanting to be picked and, you know, just wanting this fairy tale of, oh, it's you, it's always been you sort of thing. And so we kind of fantasize and have this whole story planned out in our head of what's going to happen when we finally do meet the person we're supposed to be with and all of that stuff. And these things don't happen to a lot of people. We watch a lot of movies. But when you see the relationships of your friends or your parents, very few are fairy tale endings. No, it's very much real fucking life. <laughs> And and that's just it. It's about how you choose to work through like the problems in your relationships and stuff like that. Cause there's always going to be hard times. It's you can have this couple who outwardly when they're outside, they seem like they have it made. And then you find out that they're arguing about so much bullshit. He's cheating or she's cheating, or, you know, it's just not what you perceive it to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with relationships. People want this well-wrapped package and you're not going to get it. 
it, nothing's ever well wrapped. Every relationship is wrapped by a six-year-old. I need people to realize that. <laughs> that is just the truth. Relationships are wrapped by six-year-olds. They're not wrapped by the clerk behind the counter at Macy's. It's <laughs> just what it is. So true though. And I think that, yeah, we just get these ideas in our head and then we live in the fantasy of it all because why would we want to face the reality of it? Like, no, I would want to be in a perfect relationship and I would want him to have all these perf- like, you know, these top qualities. And I feel like, you know, sometimes with, like how you said, that you have to sit with yourself and say, do I actually want to be in a relationship? Like, I don't really think I do. I think that more people have to have these conversations with themselves and just say like, what do you actually want? Because like, I think what you want and what you're looking for or what you're receiving from like the guys that you're seeing, they're all different things. And I think that that is kind of where the message and the lines are like blurred because I think that so many people want to be in a relationship, but they don't actually want to do that. They don't want what comes with it. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a whole nother person's life intertwined with yours. And And that that might not mesh. And that just sounds awful right now. (laughs) You know, I'm so like, my life is so good. I'm so good on my own. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say that I don't want comfort, that, you know, I don't get lonely sometimes. I do feel like right now, I definitely know how to separate my life. I think that's what was the problem before. I would get kind of consumed and I didn't know how to separate myself. And in my other relationships, it just became easier and easier because I'm definitely not somebody that needs to be told something twice. Like... (laughs) this happened here. It's not going to happen again. Like I say, I write down lists of what I will just not accept anymore. It might be a repeat offender with the same person in that relationship, but the next relationship, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) But now I do know that I, while I do want to be with my person, my life cannot be consumed by my person. We need to have separate avenues because there's things I want to build for myself that I cannot do clinging to another person. It just, it, that doesn't work for me. No, it doesn't work for anybody ever. I mean, if he's a sugar daddy who promises he'll never leave her and writes her in his will, I mean, it does work out for that person. <laughs> I mean, some people get all the luck. That sounds like the a goal. <laughs> sounds like a dream to me. So how would you help your friends out? How do we escape the cycle, Mika? What do you do? What are we going to tell our listeners that are listening right now who are like, are these girls reading me? Do I need to stop talking to this guy? I mean, it's not about like reading you, even though, I mean, I guess that's what we did, but it's more so you, you need an outside perspective. It's always harder on the inside looking out. Like you can't do that all the time. Like sometimes you're just like, what the hell is wrong with me? What am I doing? But that also takes time to realize. Like, I bet you that girl who was saying, oh, the guy said he needs until March. Like she probably genuinely thought like, oh yeah, he's busy. But a part of me doesn't feel that way because she said like he wasn't busy doing anything. So was it that you realized that because of hindsight's 2020 or did you know that the whole time? And I, I, I do get it because I don't really like to talk about the relationships I'm in with people if I'm having problems. Because if I'm the dumb bitch that goes back, then that's all me. But you do need an outside perspective sometimes to tell you to wake the fuck up. And if I need to be that wake the fuck up, bitch, what's good? Just slide into my DMs. Like literally, though, we will tell you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I think that I think that in order for people to like be happy with like these relationships moving forward, they just have to be honest with themselves of like, what do I actually want? Do I really want a boyfriend? Do I just want a fuck buddy? Do I want to talk to a couple of people? Do I never want to talk to you again? People just need to be honest in what they want to do and then just like go forth and do that. Like, I think that too many times we get caught up in not wanting to hurt feelings. Just being honest is always the best policy. And maybe I should start taking my own advice, but. It took me a really long time to say, but you're smart. Listen to yourself. Listen to the reality of what's happening and your advice is good. Why don't you listen to your advice? You always tell your friends, come to me. I'll keep it real with you. Why can't you keep it real with your goddamn self? God, age old question right there. So that's it for this episode of Talk to Us Nice. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, once again, email us any topics that you guys want us to talk about at talktoustnice at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Talk to Us Nice Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talk to Us Nice. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And we love you guys. We'll see you on Wednesday. See ya. Bye. Bye.